This next mom said, I wish I had known that it is not failing your body and it is still birth. Yes, girl, we agree with you. A C-section is just as much a birth as a vaginal delivery. We totally agree with you and we agree with you so much that we put it on the sales page as the very first line on our sales page. It says a C-section is birth. Yes, they are. It is not failing. You're listening to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast, where we firmly believe in the power of education when it comes to giving birth. Tune in each week as we dive into pregnancy-related topics, expert interviews, and a variety of birth stories. As a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast is not medical advice. Please see mommylabornurse.com slash disclaimer for more details. And now, here's your host, educator, registered nurse, and fellow mom, Liesl Teen. Happy Monday. So this week we were talking all about C-sections. And if you guys have been following me on Instagram, I've been talking about my C-section course that's coming out this summer. We're super excited about it. Been working on it real hard. Um, it's currently in the editing phase right now, but it should be, should be done real soon. So I wanted to do a whole episode this week all about C-section recovery and tips from veteran C-section moms. So I've put out Q&A boxes on my story before to get some tips from you guys, from my audience um, of moms who have had C-sections, if they have some tips and tricks, um, what they recommend to have at home, and just some things that they weren't prepared for that they wish they had known. So I went back through some of these question boxes, and I wanted to just kind of candidly read um, a bunch of these responses because I think there is a lot of value hearing tips and tricks from people who have been through the same experience as you before. So I obviously am a nurse and I've assisted with many C-sections in my time, (laughs) but I've never actually had a C-section personally. So I can't give you guys personal experience and personal advice on C-sections and how to recover from a C-section. I can tell you all the medical stuff that you need to know from a medical standpoint, but from one mom to another, um, I haven't had a C-section. So I don't really know what it's like to have a C-section because I've never personally been been through one. So because I've not personally had a C-section, um, it was really important to me when I was in the creating phase of our Birth It Up C-section series course that's coming out um, to put a section like this in our course. Uh, tips and tricks, you know, actual advice from moms who have actually had C-sections. So with that said, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about today um, is also in our course that's coming out this summer, along with a lot more. (laughs) In this episode, I'm going to kind of briefly talk about recovery stuff and then share some tips and tricks um, that I have, the ones, you know, some of the ones that are already in our course. But like I said, there's going to be a whole lot more actually inside that course. So without further ado, let's get into this episode all about C-section recovery and tips and tricks from veteran C-section moms. Wondering what you need to do to stay on track during each week of pregnancy? Not sure what you need to be learning or researching along the way? I can help. 
Sign up for our free weekly pregnancy series to get tips, advice, and resources tailored to your exact week of pregnancy sent straight to your inbox every week. Sign up at mommylabornurse.com slash I am pregnant to get your first email today. See you in your inbox real soon. All right, let's get right into this episode all about C-sections and C-section recovery. So first of all, I wanted to start off the episode with talking about your hospital bag list. So I put out an article year or two ago, something like that. Um, And this was another user-generated article where I asked you guys, um, what is something that you wish you had put in your hospital bag that you didn't put in or you put in, you're like really, really glad that you had it in there? if you had a C-section. Because generally, you know, a lot of the same stuff is going to be in your bag if you're having vaginal delivery versus if you're having a C-section. But a lot of those recovery items might be a little bit different for someone who's having a C-section. So that's why I thought it was really beneficial to ask my audience, (laughs) moms who have had C-sections, to ask them um, what's something really valuable that you're glad that you brought. So I'm going to link this article in the show notes page if you want to read the whole thing, but let's just go over some of the really good ones on here. All right. So the first one is maternity leggings or high-waisted pants. Yes, definitely. This mom said, make sure you bring your maternity leggings with you. And that is what so many of you guys said that, you know, that you're so glad you brought not like regular pants, like your actual maternity pants pants with you. Um, because really what you don't want to bring are pants that cut right at where your incision is. So like a regular, you know, PJ pants or any, any sort of other, you know, kind of stretchy pants that kind of cut right where your stomach is. Those high-waisted pants are so, so nice because there's really no line, you know, they're, they're way too high above your incision to be like interfering with your incision at all. This next mom said extra pillows, including your own pillow from home. One mom said extra pillows because you need extra support. Make sure you bring your own pillow from home too. Um, unfortunately, those hospital pillows that we give out, you know, they, 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 there's a lot of them there, but they aren't that comfy. Um, and there's really nothing like having your own pillow in the hospital, especially for C-section moms. You're going to probably be there an extra day or two. So having your pillow, just having something there with you, um, that's going to give you a little bit more comfort is going to be a really, really good, good option. One mom also even recommended bringing a small pillow just for your incision. So that's a really great idea because after you have your C-section, you know, you're going to be sore and they're going to teach you about coughing and laughing and sneezing and what to do if you cough or laugh or sneeze. So basically what you want to do is take a pillow and put a pillow over your stomach if you feel like you're going to cough or you're going to laugh or you're going to sneeze, um, basically doing any sort of motion um, that's going to increase your abdominal pressure, okay? So think about, you know, how much you kind of use your abs when you cough or laugh or sneeze. So what they're going to teach you to do is take that pillow and put that pillow right over that incision anytime you feel like you're going to do one of those things. And that's going to help so much with the pain and just the recovery in general is just splinting, putting pressure on that incision. This next mom said prenatal underwear. So they have special C-section panties. Um, They have prenatal underwear, but they have special C-section panties just for C-section moms that again, they come way above that incision. So if you think about underwear, 
you know, that's kind of where your C-section incision is. So pants are great, but if you can get high-waisted undies, now we're talking. (laughs) So some of my favorites are the Upspring Sea Panties. If you've seen those, they sell them in the stores or you can get them on Amazon. And then Kindred Bravely also makes a C-section, a really high-waisted C-section panty that a lot of people like. On the contrary, another mom said undies that go way underneath your incision. So they have underwear that is like super, super, super low cut that go all the way underneath if you're the kind of person that, you know, you don't want even any sort of fabric at all. Um, You really want it to completely go underneath your incision. They do sell underwear like this as well. The next item is for your hair. Okay, so if you have long hair, um, I have like kind of shortish, medium-ish hair, but I can still braid it. Um, One mom said all the hair ties, make sure you grab bobby pins, hair bands, headbands, or anything else you need to hold your hair back. And one mom even suggested a really good tip. So if you're having surgery, make sure you braid your hair if your hair is long enough to braid. Um, That way it totally stays out of the way. And I'm all for that. Um, And that goes for if you're having a C-section or if you're going into labor. Braids are just, they just stay out of the way. I'm, I'm a big fan of braids. Okay, the next item is kind of silly, but I thought it was a really good idea. So this mom said, bring a grabber on a stick. Do you guys know what one of those are? It's like, it's one of those, I mean, that's the best way to describe it. It's a grabber on a stick. It has like a little handle that you hold onto and it's really, really long. You can extend it out and you can like grab things from across the room. So one mom mentioned this, that she brought this um, to her, not her hotel room, her hospital room. She brought this grabber on a stick so she could grab things from her bedside table if it was, you know, really far across the room or if it was at the end of the bedside table so she didn't have to bend or like really move her stomach or use her ab muscles too much. I think that's pretty smart. (laughs) So if you have the room, I think they actually sell ones that are retractable. So you can get a retractable one from Amazon, keep that in your bag, and then you just keep that in your bed and you can just, you know, use that if there's something at the end of the bed you want to grab or something at the end of your bedside table that you can grab real quick. I think that's a great tip. All right, we got two more. The next item is an extra long phone charger. Okay, so this this goes along with the, the grabber on the stick as well. Okay, so an extra long phone charger is great because when you have a C-section, you're going to be, your stomach's going to be sore. So you want to kind of not move around, you know, in the bed to be like twisting and turning, trying to get to your phone charger. So if you can bring one of those extra long phone chargers to have your phone right there next to you, you don't have to, you know, reach back behind you to plug it in. That's going to be really, really nice. There are usually outlets right behind your hospital bed, but sometimes they don't like, I'm just thinking about our hospital that it doesn't, it doesn't reach too great. So those extra long ones are like super, super clutch to have. Okay. The last item that I think is really cool for C-section moms to bring are cough drops. Oh my gosh. Okay. Especially if you have a cold or you just are the kind of person that you cough in dry air, which the hospital is very dry. So it just, you know, you might cough. Um, so cough drops are really, really good to have because again, that coughing is just an increase in abdominal um, pressure, and it's not going to feel so good if you just had a C-section. So cough drops are great to have, so you're not coughing as much. All right, so I think those 
those are just some cool ones from that article. But again, we're going to link the whole article in the show notes if you want to check out all the items that people said. So let's move into some of the next tips that I asked you guys. So I put out a Q&A box a while back, a few weeks back when it was C-section awareness month back in April. And I said, for those who have had C-sections, what is something that you wish you knew? So we're just going to read out as many as we can in here. Okay, the first thing is the nausea that happens after the spinal and as they're starting the incision. Yes, this is very common and a lot of people don't realize that this happens. So sometimes when they give you that spinal, first of all, you can just have nausea and vomiting from that medication, a side effect of that medication that they give you. But when you lay down, you change positions, you lay you know, really flat on your back, um, that can cause your blood pressure to dip a little bit, especially in conjunction with that medication that they just gave you. And it can cause you to be really, really nauseous really, really quick. So a lot of people do experience that. Um, that's a very common thing that happens. And your CRNA, the um, anesthesia care team member, is right there next to you. And a lot of times they're right there giving you a medication that you need to help with that nausea. But that is something that happens. Okay, the next one is this person said it hurts to laugh. Yes. So we talked about that a little bit when I was talking about the items, but yeah, it does. Um, when you have, when you have a C-section, you know, they're cutting through all of your abdominal layers right there and there's a lot of muscle. So it can hurt to laugh, cough, sneeze, do anything that increases that abdominal pressure. This person said, I wish I knew how difficult the recovery is. I pushed myself so hard after my C-section, which delayed my healing. Yes, I'm really glad that she said that, um, that she realized that, you know, she pushed herself too hard and she wished she hadn't. She wished she had taken it a whole lot slower. That's something that we really talk about, that I really talk about anytime I talk about C-section recovery is like, think about how fast a snail goes (laughs) and try to go even slower than that. Set your expectations very, very low. You know, try not to not to do anything too, too quick because it's just going to lengthen out that recovery process time. Really, the slower that you can take it and the slower you are to try and get back to, you know, quote unquote, normal activity, um, the easier it is and the quicker you are going to get back to normal activity. Okay, this next person said, I wish I had known about the post-surgery shakes and itchiness. My face felt so itchy for a few hours afterwards. Yes, so a lot of moms experience, first of all, we'll talk about the shakiness first. A lot of moms experience the shaking after labor, after birth, after C-sections, any sort of birth. Um, And that's normal. That's just, you know, your hormones are pumping and hormones are changing and it causes, that's just a side effect. It causes you to shake a whole lot. Um, A lot of the times, um, it's from the, it's a side effect from the medication as well. And if you're having itchiness, that can be a big side effect from that medication that they give you in your spinal as well. So that's a lot of times why people have itching after a spinal or itching after an epidural during labor, just a side effect from the medication. But that is something that is very common that, that, uh, itching. This next person said, I wish I had known about that you still get fundal massages afterwards. Yeah. So if you're familiar with fundal massages and what they are, fundal massages are a way, um, some an intervention that we do post-birth, whether you've had a C-section or you have a vaginal delivery. And we do them um, because we're trying to, you know, prevent 
any excess bleeding. So the way that we do them is your nurse will just push on your belly right at the top of your uterus. It's called your fundus. She pushes right at the top of your uterus and making sure that uterus is contracting hard. It's nice and hard and it's right in the middle of your stomach. And they don't feel so good. Um, We have to do them pretty hard in the first couple hours just to make sure that your bleeding is all good and you're not having excess bleeding because postpartum hemorrhage is definitely a real thing that happens. um, And doing those fundal rubs uh, can really, really help prevent that. So with C-sections, unfortunately, yeah, we still have to do them for moms who have C-sections. You still have a uterus. Um, If you've had a C-section, you still have vaginal bleeding. So we still have to make sure that that vaginal bleeding is adequate and not too much. And one of the ways that we do that is with bundle rubs. All right. This next mom said, I wish I had known about the elephant feeling sitting on your chest while trying to get the baby out. Yeah, that is what I hear a lot of moms say that as um, your provider is manipulating and doing surgery and pushing, there's a lot, a lot of pressure, not only on your abdomen, but there's a lot, a lot of pressure on your chest as well. A lot of times that's due also to the medication, to the medication that they give you in your spinal can cause like heaviness, but it's also just due to, you know, them trying to get baby out. This next person said, I wish I had known how swollen I would get for the weeks after having a baby. I had an unexpected C-section. Yes. So I just did a post on this a few days ago. Um, This happens with vaginal deliveries as well as C-sections. You may be a little more swollen than you were uh, prior to coming to the hospital after you get out of the hospital because not only do we give you a lot of fluids when you have a C-section or, you know, if you're in labor and you get an epidural, they give you lots of extra fluids. So those fluids have to go somewhere. A lot of times they go right to your feet because gravity. <laughs> this next mom said, I wish I had known to use the belly binder afterwards so much. It helps so much. Yes. Oh, yes. Love those belly binders. So if you are interested in getting a belly binder, definitely ask your hospital before you leave because most hospitals, I don't want to say all because I don't like to say all, but most hospitals do have them. It's a supply. Most hospitals give them out to C-section moms, but sometimes you have to ask for them. So make sure if you have a C-section to ask for one of those binders. This next mom said, I wish I had known that you're still allowed to take pictures and videos in the OR. Yes. Most of the time, you know, if you don't have a emergency C-section and you're not asleep, you're awake during your C-section, it's a controlled situation. Your partner's back there with you. Yes. I always recommend that your partner brings their phone or camera or something back there so you can get all the pictures and all the videos that you want. This next mom said, I wish I had known that it is not failing your body and it is still birth. Yes, girl, we agree with you. A C-section is just as much a birth as a vaginal delivery. We totally agree with you and we agree with you so much that we put it on the sales page as the very first line on our sales page. It says a C-section is birth. Yes, they are. It is not failing. This next mom said, I wish I had known that baby will choke on amniotic fluid due to not being squeezed out the birth canal. Do not panic. Okay, so let's go through this one. So this is common. um, And 
I'm not going to say, you know, it's not that baby's choking, okay? Um, but we do see that babies that are born via C-sections are a little bit more like junky. They just have a little bit more amniotic fluid in their lungs to kind of cough up and get out. Um, and it's not uncommon for them to just, you know, have a little bit of trouble sometimes getting it out. That's why it's important to always have that bulb syringe right next to baby. Um, so if they're having a little bit of trouble getting that amniotic fluid out, you can just do a little bulb syringe and you know suck it out of their mouth. That is something that your postpartum nurse will probably teach you if you had a C-section that baby will just have, have a little bit of increased secretions. That's not uncommon. This next mom said, I wish I had known that if you plan to breastfeed, your milk might take longer to come in. Mine took five days to come in. Yes, that is true. That is definitely true. And that is something that I tell all C-section moms, um, especially if you had an emergency C-section, your milk can definitely be delayed um, due to a few different reasons. So sometimes it can take a little bit longer to get baby to breast after your C-section. Um, that's why we encourage skin to skin in the OR if you feel like doing skin to skin. Um, a lot of moms can actually breastfeed in the OR just fine, but a lot of moms can't and sometimes it's delayed a little bit. Sometimes your milk is delayed um, as a result of surgery. Uh, you do lose a little bit more blood during a C-section that you would than you would a vaginal delivery. So that increase of blood loss can can impact your milk supply a bit. And another reason could be just an increase of stress. Okay, so if, especially if you had an unplanned or an emergency C-section, um, that increase of stress can definitely have an impact on your milk supply. So this is why we say it's really important to, you know, see and hold your baby and do skin to skin as long as baby's, you know, stable, obviously, uh, you do that as soon as possible after birth. If you're planning on breastfeeding, you know, try to do that as soon as possible. Try to do it, um, you know, in the OR if you can, if not, try to do it, you know, as soon as you get to the recovery room and plan to breastfeed, you know, early and often and as much as, you know, any other mom, other mom would. If you're having issues with breastfeeding after your, your C-section, maybe it's due to your position. Sometimes, sometimes this is really a big hindrance that I see that moms are just, you know, they're in a lot of pain. Um, a lot of times a good position to do is that sideline position. So instead of sitting up or, you know, bending at all with your waist, C-section mom's have a lot more comfort, really any mom. I mean, that sideline position is just great. <laughs> but C-section moms find a lot more comfort in doing that sideline position because there's really no um, bending, you know, your abdomen's not bending at all and you're really able to get a really, really good latch. So ask about that. A lot of times the nurses can help you get in that position with pillows um, or if you have a lactation consultant on staff, they can help you with that as well. All right. This next mom said, I wish I had known the sooner you move, the better. Okay. So yes, but also, also no, because <laughs> we talked about, you know, not overdoing it. Right. But she is correct that we want to get out of bed um, as soon as you're ready to post C-section. Okay. That's going to aid in your recovery process. 
but we don't go on and get out of bed and, you know, be running around the room trying to, trying to pick up things and do things. Um, but we do want to encourage early ambulation. This next mom said, I wish I had known that my arms would be strapped down. So this is something that you can usually, as far as I know, requests not to happen. Um, but sometimes they just automatically, you know, strap your arms to the table and it can feel really, really suffocating for moms. So if, especially if you're the kind of person that's a little bit claustrophobic and you want some, um, choice when it comes to this intervention, uh, make sure you ask, say, Hey, is it okay? Um, can you not, you know, strap my arms down? This next mom said, I wish I had known not to wear dark nail polish. Ooh, okay. So dark, so nail polish can interfere with um, your pull socks. So they'll put a little pull socks on your finger. And if that happens, they're going to have to take your nail polish off. They really say um, most of the times in those little papers that they give you pre-op, they say, make sure you don't wear any nail polish because that can interfere. This mom said, I wish I had known that there are different ways to close an incision, stitches, staples, or glue. Staples suck. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, staples do suck, and some providers still do prefer staples as their preferred way to close an incision. A lot of providers are transitioning to either um, stitches or glue. So if you are planning on having a C-section or if you want to bring that up, uh, you know, you're not planning on having C-section, but you still want to bring it up to your provider and ask them what their preference is, it's probably worth it to do that during your prenatal care so you can be prepared. Because I would agree with her that I would try to avoid actual staples um, if at all possible. This next mom said, colace, colace, colace. (laughs) And when you get home, add in Miralax to help with that first poop. Yeah, I think that goes without without any comment afterwards. <laughs> so I'll give a comment anyway, because <laughs> we like to talk about poop here on the Mommy Labor Nerds podcast. So after birth, you know, after you have any sort of birth, um, your bowels sometimes are like, whoa, what's going on? I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> and after you have a C-section, it's like even more, uh, your bowels are like, what the heck just happened? So they tend to really, really slow down. So Colace, stool softeners, uh, moving your legs around, ambulation, nice warm water. That will aid in all things constipation. This next mom said, I wish I had known about the gas pains after surgery. Yes, I just posted about this. I don't think on my feed, but I shared a post recently from Carrie Locker. um, And she did a really great reel about this. Some tips about gas pains after you have a C-section or just gas pains in general after you have birth. So sometimes, even when you have a vaginal birth, you can have referred gas pain that goes all the way up to your shoulder and it can be super, super sharp. When you have a C-section, it can happen a lot more frequently because they actually open you up and introduce air. So a lot of times people just like aren't prepared for this at all. And they're like thinking that they had a heart attack because that's really what it feels like. So just be prepared for that. Gas X can really, really help. And doing all of the same things to encourage um, no constipation. Like I just said with that previous one, ambulation, warm liquids, stool softeners, and gas X. All those things are going to help. This next mom said, I wish I had known how helpless I'd feel after picking up my baby required so much energy. Yeah. 
So a lot of times a common thing that I hear from moms after they have C-sections is that I didn't realize how much I use my stomach muscles and how much energy it takes to use my stomach muscles. Even though your baby is, you know, probably somewhere between six and nine pounds, um, that's, that feels like a lot (laughs) picking up a baby, um, after you've just been, after your stomach has just been cut through. My advice is to have as much support as possible, as much help, um, as much family and friends as possible to help because those first few days and those first few weeks are going to be going to be hard. This next mom said, this is another poop one. (laughs) This next mom said, I wish I had known taking Oxy made it so much harder to poop, opted for ibuprofen and Tylenol for the second time around. Yes. So... Uh, narcotics can definitely slow down your bowels. So that is something um, that they're they're really not even given too much out after, after C-sections anymore because it can just contribute to even more constipation afterwards. Now, I'm not saying, you know, if you're in pain, obviously you're in pain, you need pain medication. But if your recovery is going okay and you're okay to be managed on ibuprofen and Tylenol, that's going to be a better bet than a narcotic pain medication in terms of a, from a constipation standpoint. This next mom said, I wish I had known about pelvic floor therapy afterwards. Yes. So if you're having pelvic floor issues like, you know, pain when you are having sex or if you're having any trouble urinating, if you feel like you're in your pants, that stuff all still happens after C-sections as well. And it's still totally fine to see a pelvic floor physical therapist and they can be really, really beneficial for you, even for C-section moms. All right. This last one, this last mom said, I wish I had read about them. I was convinced, I convinced myself I wouldn't have had one and I knew nothing. Yeah, that happens all the time. And that is why we have Um, education about unplanned C-sections in both our birth courses, Birth It Up the Natural Series and Birth It Up the Epidural Series, because we know that things happen. And I encourage moms to go through those lessons as well when they take birth courses, whether it's mine or whether it's somebody else's, definitely do some education about C-sections because, you, you know, birth is very, very unpredictable. And even if you do all the prepping in the world for vaginal birth, things still happen and sometimes it's completely completely out of your control. So it's definitely worth it to at least, you know, do some basic understanding of like what, you know, might go on if you have a C-section, you know, kind of some, some things to watch out for. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're having a scheduled C-section, you're probably tuning into this episode to try and get all of these all of these tips and tricks. So I hope I was able to provide some insight for you. <laughs> if you have anything to add to this episode, you want to share your recovery tip or your you know, just general C-section tips, um, leave me a comment on the show notes page. You can comment down there on those blog posts and send your best C-section tip, you know, for, for all those other C-section moms out there. All right, guys, I will see you same time, same place next week. 
All right, guys, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and letting me be a part of your motherhood journey. It is truly an honor. If you like what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And I love hearing what you guys think of the podcast. So if you're liking what you hear or you have a suggestion, I'd be so grateful if you'd go ahead and leave me a review wherever you're listening to help more mamas just like you find the show. That's it for this week on the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast. What do you think? Are you starting to feel a little more confident about your pregnancy and birth? Well, if you want more, be sure to head on over to mommylabornurse.com slash podcast for today's show notes and a library of episodes so you can keep getting educated before your upcoming birth. And while you're over there, be sure to check out the blog and learn about our online birth classes. Find it all and more over at mommylabornurse.com slash podcast. See you next week. Same time, same place.